Our God is a God of hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Our God, the one true and only God, is a God of hearts. Our Lord Jesus Christ said in similar words as we see in today's Holy Gospel for the fifth Sunday after Pentecost, you have been told that if you commit adultery, you are guilty of sin. But I tell you that God sees your heart, and those who lust after another, even hidden within their hearts, are guilty of the sin of adultery. He says something very similar today about another vice, another sin. You have heard that whoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whosoever is angry with his brother shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever shall say, you fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. These ominous words of our Lord should shake our frail human hearts. And yet, we should always be comforted to know that our God is a God of hearts who not only searches out the thoughts of ours, but wishes to penetrate our love with His. In the collect for today's Holy Mass, we see the true substance of the sacred liturgy today. O God, who has prepared for those who love Thee such good things as I have not seen, pour into our hearts such love towards Thee, that loving Thee in all things and above all things, we may obtain Thy promises which exceed all that we can desire. The God of hearts desires to enter into yours and to mine, and too often we put barriers up around our hearts to protect ourselves so we think from the vulnerability of that which is around us, but in fact they keep out the very God who has made himself vulnerable for our sins. On this fifth Sunday after Pentecost, Holy Mother Church places before our eyes the divine pedagogy once more during this time after Pentecost, teaching us that in order for us to be truly happy, we must seek to be holy. For a happy life is a holy life. And holiness comes only from God. It comes not from ourselves, from self-introspection, where it is that oftentimes we muddle over our thoughts, trapped in our own daydreams, but rather that we take whatever it is that may be swelling up within the walls of our frail human hearts and taking them to our Lord Jesus Christ 
taking them to his sacred heart and knowing that as the God of hearts, he listens to the words of ours. Prayer. Prayer is the key to holiness. And therefore, prayer is the key to happiness. If we wish to be peaceful in this world, we must not expect no one ever to bother us. If we wish to be peaceful in this world, we must learn to ask God always and constantly for the grace to be able to endure the imperfections of others in the same way that he endures the imperfections of you and of me. God tolerates our sins. He tolerates them with an everlasting and unconditional love, never pretending for a moment that what we might do that is sinful is not evil. Yes, it is. And that which we see in the world too, we may identify it indeed as being against God's will. But rather than us becoming perturbed and all of a sudden losing our peace, the peace that allows us to stay always connected to God's heart, which remained peaceful even on the cross, to allow his own heart to be pierced, that we may have access to his love. In those moments where it is that we become most frustrated, most angry, let us have recourse to the heart of God to ask him for his love, that we may be indeed pacified by it in its reception, but in order that we might not be complacent simply in its possession, but that we might be willing to share it with others, especially those that cause us to suffer. Patience. Patience comes from the Latin word patire, and it means to suffer. We should not expect peace in this world to come from no one ever bothering us anymore, but from the grace that we receive to endure, to endure suffering, and to endure it with the same love that God endures the suffering that we cause Him from our sins. In the Holy Gospel today, our Lord's admonition is a wonderful allusion to the sacrament of penance. How selfless is our God that we read in the final words of today's Gospel that if you offer thy gift at the altar and there you remember that anyone has something against you, leave your offering there at the altar and go first to be reconciled to your brother and then come back to offer your gift.
how selfless is our God that he would desire that we would stop the worship that we wish to give to him in order to reconcile ourselves with those he has created in his image and likeness in order that our offering at the altar may be sincere and not superficial. Accept that your justice abound more than that of the scribes and Pharisees. You shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. The scribes and the Pharisees were those that our Lord placed before his disciples' eyes as an example of those who do everything for human respect. Those things which we see and remain exterior in the superficial practices and yet remain vain and empty in the heart. Our practice of the faith must exceed that which is superficial and it must resonate deep within our hearts to desire to love God above all things, to love Him with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves for Him. The word for is interesting. We can certainly say that we love others, we love our neighbor, for God's sake. That is to say, if He created me in His image and likeness, and I am a poor sinner, then my neighbor too is created in the image and likeness of God, and who am I not to love what God has created? For if He is patient with me, who am I not to be patient with His creature? But the word for can also mean on his behalf. We love others for God in his place. Those that we encounter in the world around us that may not know God. You and I have the opportunity to extend God's love to them for our Lord Jesus Christ that we become an extension of His Incarnation. You can imagine the look in our, in our Divine Lord's eyes when He would call the sinners, the sinners to repentance, not out of judgment, but rather out of compassion and mercy. And those eyes full of love said very little and yet communicated all of the eternity of the Word of God. We too, in our interactions with others, have the possibility to touch them through grace when it is that we become transparent vessels to God's love. And the only way that is possible is if we take down that barrier that we place around our hearts in order that we keep God at a comfortable distance from the details of our everyday life. That we take down that barrier 
and we render ourselves vulnerable to the God who desires to occupy our hearts in order that we may be instruments of His. Let us always remember in our interactions that the person that we encounter is created in the image and likeness of God and tests our patience in the same way that we test His. Are we willing to suffer with His heart? Are we willing to suffer for His heart? In the world today, we are most in need of those after our Lord's heart. Those souls who wish to console Him and wish to represent Him in the world today, in society at large, that is only possible through prayer. Continue this summer to open your hearts more and more to the love of God, making yourselves vulnerable to His divine grace, allowing His judgments and His thoughts to replace yours and mine, that we may not, through self-love, place our judgments before His. And may we always remember the words of St. Peter in today's epistle. Be lovers of the brotherhood. Be merciful, modest, and humble. Merciful, modest, and humble. These three virtues practiced in the world today will convert souls to Christ. And we have proof of that already in this apostolate here at Saints Peter and Paul and Saint Philomena. Our numbers have grown and thanks to many of you who have encountered those whom God has sent, let us allow Him to call them by name let us be willing to be His instruments, the instruments of His love, His mercy, and His humility. And to conclude, this allusion to the sacrament of penance in today's Gospel allows us to see and understand how God thinks of you and me. If you remember that your brother has anything against you. Leave your sacrifice at the altar and go and reconcile yourself to him. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in virtue of our baptism, is our brother. His blood flows through our veins, whereby we are truly united in that familial bond of His most precious blood. And if He has anything against us, let us humbly go to receive His forgiveness and reconciliation in the sacrament of penance. Then, and only then, may we approach the altar with the gift of our heart, having been cleansed in His most precious blood, in order that we may receive, not take, the Most Holy Eucharist. We receive our Lord's body, blood, soul, and divinity because we first give 
our hearts to be entirely His. And so our prayer today is none other than that prayer we pray every day. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make our hearts like unto thine. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.